And we're live. Hello and welcome. Um, anyone that is here from TikTok, thanks for following. Thanks for uh, communicating with me. I'm really enjoying that. Um, if you don't know who I am and you just happen to stumble upon me on YouTube, that's highly unlikely. But according to TikTok, my name is your boy, Mr. Stevenson. Uh, but my name is Sean Stevenson. Um, and I am a high school social studies teacher. I've been teaching, I graduated college in 2015. Um, and I have some form of a following on TikTok, and I have a goal of creating a community of lifelong learners. And this course, among others that I want to do, but this one is called Life Design, and it is the application of design thinking, research of habits, and uh, curriculum design to our personal lives so that we may systematically make improvements. I'm going to be doing, this is also going to be a podcast, but I'm going to be doing a series, essentially, taking design thinking habits and curriculum, putting it together and trying to teach people um, how to design your life. Now, this isn't like every single step of your life is figured out, but we'll get into it. Um, first things first, I need to prove my worth to you. I need to grab your attention so that hopefully you keep watching. Two quotes, one from... Pink Floyd uh, from the song Time. I don't know if you're a Pink Floyd fan, but I am. And this is one of my favorite songs and one of my favorite lyrics. And it's every year is getting shorter, never seem to find the time. Plans that neither come to not or half a page of scribbled lines. But essentially, think about it like this, right? Time is relative. And if you don't know what that means, time is linear and time is, time is relative. So essentially, that means that time can speed up, time can slow down. But time is always moving forward. You can't stop time. Time can't go backwards. Think of being on a roller coaster or doing something fun. You know, like this saying goes that time flies when you're having fun. You could be in an hour and you could be in an hour in hanging with your best friends, playing a game, playing sports, whatever. That hour goes by very quickly. And then think of being in an incredibly boring situation, hopefully not this because you can leave at any point. Um, but a class that you found to be very boring, that 60 minutes can go on and feel like way longer. That means time is relative. So according to this song and this lyric, as you're getting older, time starts to feel shorter. Now, is that true? Like scientifically, I don't know. I can understand why that makes sense for two reasons. Number one, as you get older, when you're five, right? Like a year in your life is one fifth of your life. So a year, relatively speaking, feels like a very long time. But as you start to get older, a year, let's say when you're 30, is a 30th of your life. So you, the more you experience time, the more relative, relatively shorter it gets. So time does literally start to feel like it's speeding up. It's like that Dr. Dog song, where'd all the time go is starting to fly. Number one, that would be my a reason for why that might be true uh, is because a year when you're five feels different than a year when you're 30 and then a year when you're 60, so on. Number two is, and I had said this before on TikTok, the TikTok, and people seem to like it, was for the most, for the beginning stage of your life, at least in like developed modern society, let's just say the United States, most of your life is put into chunks 
Elementary school is about five years, depending on the district, whatever. Middle school is about three years, high school is four years, and if you go to college, that's another four years. But you are experiencing major change in that time. And then once you graduate either high school or college, it's essentially this chunk of time until you retire, whenever that is, <laughs> it's just chunked, right? And it can be easy for us to just do stuff like, okay, well, I guess this is what I'm doing. I'm gonna go to work Monday to Friday. I wake up, I get ready, I go to work, I come home and I do my routine. And by doing that, you just go on autopilot. And eventually, like the longer you do something, the more it just becomes routine and you think about it less. And so how much of our life is in autopilot? As in you are not totally consciously thinking about your actions and behaviors. And the more you do that, the more autopilot it gets and then behaviors that you brought in that weren't necessarily positive are now on autopilot. And then it becomes a habit. And we're going to dive into like what habits actually are um, and then understanding habits and then how to use that knowledge of habits to make changes. But how much of our life is just on autopilot, right? We get in the routine of life and then we're in this huge time between graduation of high school or college till retirement where it's just space now like things happen right like you get new jobs maybe you have kids you move like change comes to you but again i think it's easy for us to get into autopilot of this is just what i do and i don't really think about what i do i just do it and then all of a sudden five years goes by and you look back like what what what, what did i do i don't i don't have a direction and i i don't think public school really does that that well of like teaching kids they teach you how to get a job. And even then, like, the kids complain. Like, we should learn how to do taxes. Like, okay, like, you think that's going to be fun <laughs> when you're in, like, when you're a sophomore in high school and they're going to be talking about taxes? And, like, maybe you'll enjoy it. And, like, sh I don't think school should be purely for you need to get a job and, like, essentially just preparing kids to be workers because there is life beyond work. Um, and we don't do a good enough job teaching the young people how to reflect on their own life, think, identify what needs to change, and then this is the key, be creative enough and use critical thinking to apply, systematically apply change in their life. That's what this course is. I'm going to get to that. This is the other thing. I'm doing this live. I've never done like a live podcast before. So hopefully you're vibing. I don't know. Um, we'll find out. The other quote I have is from Gandalf the Grey. And just a reminder. It's the conversation with Frodo when Frodo's bummed that he has the ring. And all of this stuff is going on. And Frodo says like, I wish this wasn't happening in my life. And Gandalf says, like, so do all who live to see such times. And that's a whole other side thing. You can say, like, climate change, war, or whatever. But the quote that I'm applying here is, all we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. So recognizing that in the end, it's up to you, right? Like, this is your life. It's linear. Time is linear. There's going to be an end. You don't know when that is. Ideally, we all get to live long, healthy lives and we die in our sleep and our deathbed when we're 96, holding the hand of our significant other and everything's peachy. But that's probably unlikely. Um, 
We don't know when we're going. But something that I think about a lot, I don't know about a lot. I had someone comment on my TikTok. They're like, do you like it? Are you always experiencing a midlife crisis? And I jokingly was like, every day. But something I think about is, let's say I do live to be old. Someday I'm going to sit on my deathbed. I'm going to be laying in my deathbed. And I'm going to think back on my life. And I'm going to ask myself, like, did I live a good life? Now, religion aside of like, what is a good life? Was I fulfilled? Did I... Well, I have regrets. I just did a video today. The day doesn't matter. But essentially, it was like, if your life is in chapters and you know that this chapter is going to end and things are going to change and change is coming for you, in this chapter, what is something that you will regret? You know you will regret not doing. And then do it. Like, if I know for sure, like, if I don't do this, I'm going to regret this. Well, then what are we doing here? You know, it's like, if, and we are, we have the, think of it like a, what's that thing? The sand with the time, an hourglass, right? That's, that's real. You flip it over and like, it's only get, it's only going down. That's your time. So then it's like, all right, well, I know that to be true. What do I want to do with this? Like what, what am I going to do with my life? What do I want to do with my life? And this does not mean drop everything and like go live in a van. If that's what you want to do, go for it. And like, you can even get something out of this course, perhaps so you, you will. Um, but it's also like, I'm like, I was in grad school working a full-time job. I don't have kids, but like I'm doing all that. And I have goals for work. I have goals for my personal life, like my relationships. I have goals for my health as in like being physically fit, spiritually fit, emotionally healthy, and then hobbies. So it's essentially like what we're going to be doing is just like analyzing, like, what am I doing with my life? What do I want to be doing with my life? This is what I can offer you. This is my sales pitch. And this video is just an introduction. We're going to get into like content. So as I said, uh, my name is Sean Stevenson. <laughs> Sean Stevenson. Sean Stevenson. How, how do you say your name? Though? Sean Stevenson. And you never like say your name enough where you're just, it's just stops sounding real. Or you ever just like look in the mirror and just like look in your eyes. You're just like, I'm like Sean. Am I Sean? I don't know. <laughs> totally irrelevant. Uh, but that's something I can offer you. Just random little shower thoughts. Seems to be popular on the TikTok. This is what I can offer you. I have been teaching still like veteran teachers are probably like, yeah, you're still a rookie. I've been teaching for about seven years now. Six years. It doesn't matter. I graduated in 2015. Um, I did a long-term sub for a year, and then I've been at the district that I'm at for ever since then. And I've received my master's degree in teaching and curriculum, which at the time I was like, I guess I'll do that. Um, but turns out really good decision, not just for teaching. Got my master's at Penn State. Um, I have, while I was, while I was at the district I'm at, my principal came to me and said, I want to have a course called design thinking and do you want to teach it? And I was like, I don't really know what that means, but sure. 
Um, so I attended a Luma Design Thinking, or I'm going to call it DT. It's going to be DT on the slides. I'm still going to refer to it as Design Thinking. A seminar. And then along with some coworkers, I collaborated to design and teach a high school course called Design Thinking. I've been doing it for three plus years, tweaking it, making improvements. Um, but I teach this. Like this, this isn't... I teach this to kids... Uh, kids, teenagers, whatever you want to call them, students. So this isn't, I'm not just bringing this from nowhere, right? Like this has been tested for a bit now. Um, so ideally, <laughs> I'm not a, just some schmuck who like doesn't have his life together and is like, Hey, like maybe this will work. You know, like I, I am not a master of anything. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a master of design thinking. I am a master of teaching. If you want to call that like a master, I'll never be a master. I don't think like to be a master of something, it's it requires so much work, but I think I'm pretty good at teaching and developing a curriculum to teach you. So like as the goal of a teacher, it's for me to take content and skills and give it to you and have you work with it. And that's what I can do. And I've learned about design thinking and I want to teach you about design thinking um, and knowledge about habits and human habits and how to change and use them so that you can apply this. Um, the goal is real life application. So like this isn't a class where you're gonna have homework. There's gonna be stuff for you to do. I'm never checking in, like you do what you want. Like you can watch this, like, okay, that's something to think about and like move on. Like I will have templates to offer you. Um, you can take notes. There will be technically like <laughs> homework assignments, but there's, it's, there's no grade. Like this is entirely up to you. I'm going to offer you everything I have. Um, slides, the templates in regards to like how to take notes on your life, logs, whatever, you know, like you, it's all you and take what you will. So hopefully I'm going to give you knowledge and then work on the application. What I cannot offer you is flashy production. I'm chilling in my studio. I don't even know if this is a good angle. I feel like I'm cranking my neck already. Um, and the microphone, that's all I got. I'm not going to have like flashy lights. Although this is, you know what I'm saying? That's the best we got. Um, and I'm not going to be able to, give you a pill that's going to make your life better. I'm going to teach this course and if people like it, hopefully they like it. And this is going to require thought, reflection, and actual action. So when I say like homework, it's really, this is what you should be doing in the next step. And then it's up to you to do it. But I, I can't just like, and here, this is the other thing. I don't know who you are and I don't know what you want to be improved. And I'm not going to be able to work with you one-on-one, -on -one. but I can just teach you this and try to give general real life application for then you to work on. And if you have questions, feel free to put them in the comments. Um, but I can only do so much really, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So this is the course. The objective is to understand the basic principles of design thinking, which I'm going to jump into that 
in the next slide, I think, and apply the process of thought. So design thinking is a mode of thinking, almost like the scientific method, uh, and design and apply this process of thought to our personal lives. Think about it like this, and this is really like the pitch that I give to my students and what I'm working on with them. What are you doing? What do you need, should, and want to be doing? How can you increase the likelihood that you will do it? And how do you know if it's successful? I do even like this little chunk of like personal design I do with my students. They are doing it more so of for someone else. So like designing for a target audience. So like for designing something for your client. So it's not for you. You have to empathize with someone else. That's the course that I teach in high school. This, what we're doing now is all is purely for ourselves. What are we doing with our lives? What do we need to be doing, want to be doing, should be doing? How can we change what we're doing to increase the likelihood that we're going to do what we need, should, or want? And then how can you know that like, yes, this is working or no, this is not. And if it's not working, why is it not working? What adjustments do I need to make? So when I say like it's a systematic approach, it literally is a system. And it's not like I, it could be like, I feel sad. And then think of like, well, why do I feel sad? What are all the things that are happening? What are things that are in my control? What's something I can do this week? And then at the end of the month, can I measure success? And like, do I feel better? Have I been successful in implementing this? And is it, are the results what I want them to be? So again, it's a conscious, reflective effort uh, to bring about change in our lives. So this is the design thinking model. There are others like Luma, L-U-M-A has one. Um, obviously, if you're listening via the podcast, I'm going to like describe it to you. But this is on YouTube under your boy, Mr. Stevenson. It starts with um, empathize up here. So conduct research to develop an understanding of your user. In this instance, you are the user. So empathize with yourself. Who are you? What are you doing? What do you want? What do you not want? Define. So you're going to essentially define either what you're going to define what you want, and then you're going to define this is what is preventing me from doing this. So you're going to define the goal and the issue. You're going to ideate. So ideate essentially means up. Essentially means that if the goal is like, for instance, let's make school more fun. That's really broad. Um, but that also opens up its embrace ambiguity is like a mindset in design thinking that does open you up because that can be a whole bunch of things, right? Like that, there's so many different aspects. So essentially then we say, it's like, okay, well, what is school? What are the kids currently experiencing? What does it mean for them to, what would it be? What would it mean for school to be fun for them? And then what are a hundred different things that we could do that would make school more fun? And then what are the best five? So you don't just, and this is what like my teenage students do a lot is they come up with an idea as in one idea and they're like, I'm going to do this. And they move all in. And then like two weeks later, they're like, this isn't even really a good idea. So don't, <laughs> it's like the um, Abraham Lincoln quote, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I will spend the first four sharpening my ax. That's the system. It's like, okay, like, yeah, you want things to be better tomorrow but you got a full life ahead of you and it's it's like lifting right like if you 
want to start to lift weights and you just immediately put like 200 pounds on the bench press, you probably can't do it. And if you can, you've wrecked your body where like you're unable to perform for the rest of the week. So that's actually not helpful. So what is the problem? What is your solution? And then how do you know it's a good idea? So thinking about our thinking. Once you have come up with a hundred ideas, not literally, that's figurative. You then do a prototype. You're like, okay, so for this week, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to try this and it's a, a systematic approach. So at, and this is where we bring in the knowledge of habits. So for instance, like I wake up at 4.30 in the morning because I want to be able to take my time in the morning. So I come up, I came up with, the problem was that I felt stress even by the time I got to work. And then I recognized, like I empathize with myself and recognize, all right, well, it's because I, I don't like to feel rushed in the morning. I like to be able to take my time. So then it was, what are all the things I could do? And I'm going to talk more about this one, but then I'm like, okay, I could do this, 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 let me test it out for this week. So I, I developed my prototype. This is in theory, what I'm going to do. I test it out. So for the week I do it. Number one, I see, I collect data, if you will, how successful was I? And then two, and as in like how successful was I in actually doing it? Because I could say, I'm going to wake up at four 30 and then like, I'm one for five. And then I got to go back and be like, okay, well, why am I not waking up that early? But you test it out. And then was I successful in implementing? And then is it successful in the bigger picture goal that I have? In this instance, it was not feeling rushed. So then, and if it is, keep it up. Don't add too much to your plate. One or two little things periodically. Again, it's a systematic long-term approach if it's not successful, either because you're not doing it or it's not working, reevaluate. Go back and empathize. Like, okay, uh, why am I not waking up at 4.30? It could be a few things. I'm not going to spend too much time on it. Either I'm staying up till 11 or I just keep hitting snooze. Like, okay, well then what do I need to do to address that? So that's design thinking plus research on habits. So we're going to dive into... What is, how does a human brain work? And if you're trying to shift a behavior, which really is habit, what can you do um, to, and it's not necessarily uh, remove a habit or add a habit, it's change a habit. So you got to pick something and then adjust it. For instance, again, I'm viewing this all as a sales pitch. I'm going to dive deeper. Um, but... I read really two, two very effective books in regards to habit. Um, and I would 100% recommend them to you. I'm not endorsed by either of these people. So yeah, I mean, you do what you want. Um, I read The Power of Habit first. This did a very good job of teaching me about habits. And then Ato Atomic Habits was a lot more application and utility. But what they, they got me thinking... Let's say you want to start working out and you want to be in the habit of working out. It's not that you're not in the habit of working out. The reality is that you are in the habit of not working out. And that's like, I'll say that again. It's not that you're not in the habit of working out. You have a habit. You're in the habit of not working out. So that's what you need to start to address figure out like, okay, 
This is deep rooted behavior based off because I've been doing this for months, years. So like these are roots, these are weeds in my life that I have to, you can't just clip it at the top. Like you gotta pull out the root. So start to think about like, what is my behavior and what do I want to replace that with? So like when I get home and I've recognized that that's the time that I wanna work out, what do I normally do? And where can I intervene, consciously intervene and set up myself to do a different behavior? That's habits. So we're applying the knowledge of habits to design thinking. So when we get to ideate, really, define ideate and prototype. That's where the knowledge of habit comes in. Um, ideally, and this is not like foolproof that if you do this, you will change. Like it, it takes work, it takes effort, and you, you need to want to do it, which I'm going to talk about when we get into further episodes. That's it. Uh, for now, <laughs> I'm hoping that I somewhat convinced you of being interested in this. I have goals. Um, personally, I feel that I have been applying this in my own life for the past, probably since I like started teaching design thinking. And then it was around the same time. It might've been like four years, actually. It was around the same time I read Atomic Habits where, and I was listening to like Jordan Peterson, Jocko Willink, like the classic white dude. I don't know, maybe that's offensive, but like the classic like go-to, you know, like, oh, I've been listening to Joe Rogan. Um, but it was helpful. And I, I, I am very much, I don't know if my vi- if I give off this vibe, but I am a just flowing with the breeze, like, ah, it doesn't really matter type of person. And if I don't purposefully set up things in my life, I recognize in myself that I have potential and I have things that I want to do, but if I don't really start to do something, I'm going to end up being like 50 and like, I could have done so much more. So I have done this. I'm not perfect. Like I still want to be, I want to learn Spanish. I want to um, be able to like touch my toes and have my palms to the floor and be flexible. Right. So that's less of like knowledge. That's more of like hobbies or skills or health. There's all these different aspects. I'm just a dude. <laughs> I'm just a dude. I'm just some guy that, uh, I'm a teacher and I love to teach and I'm not a master of anything, but really teaching. Um, And I want this to be collaborative too. I don't want, I should have capitalized the T in YouTube. Goodness, you're gonna recognize about me, I'm not detail oriented, which is why I need design thinking in my life. But, oh, the dogs are barking. Yo, pups. Hey, 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 hey. Pardon. It's just, it's almost as if they like either don't know or don't care that I'm live in front of millions of people. Yeah, I want to create a community of um, positivity, 
positive, curious, critical thinking people. And obviously it's good to learn, but the goal is to um, leave the garden better than we found it. As in for society, so trying to figure out like, okay, how does society work? I mean, there's, this is a whole other series that I have that's um, objective curiosity leads to true understanding and true understanding applied to life is wisdom. That's another series that I have. Um, but I, I want people to be commenting. I want people to be sharing about like, this is what I'm doing, like encouraging each other. Um not even just like online, like if you have friends, you know, like tell your friends, not about, I mean, I guess about this, like if you want them to, if you think it'd be good for them to do as well, but share your process with people, you know, like this is positive. This is working to better ourselves. And ideally if we better ourselves, we can better our community and life and and I, I don't mean better ourselves and like make more money. It means like improving our mental health so then like we can treat each other better. I, I truly believe that we first have to, it's like that Jordan Peterson thing of like clean, your, clean up your room before you like critique the world, the outside world. I know that's not exactly what it is, but I think it's true. Like let's focus on ourselves. Let's focus on making ourselves better. And then... When we have, when we're not drowning, then we can do more and help others. So comment. If you have questions, please ask questions. Um, I'll try to be addressing the comment section. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I feel like YouTube comments can get gnarly. So like if we need to have rules, we'll have rules, but that's not fun for anyone collaborate too you know like if you have ideas or if you want to give me feedback that would be really nice um constructive feedback so as i say to my students like you can't just tell me that like my breath stinks i mean you can but i like i'm more interested in like how could i be doing better teaching you um yeah this is it life design this isn't this is not the answer to a perfect life. So I don't really view this as like self-help. I guess it kind of is. It's uh, application and a conscious effort to make the most of your time. Because someday it's going to be gone. <laughs> Which is a bit of a bummer, but it is the truth. So if you are not following me on the Tic Tac that's it. It's your boy, Mr. Stevenson. I recognize that that might be lame. I got lightly roasted by some Gen Z people saying like, yeah, boy is like really, it's like, it's too late now, man. Like I, it's already happened. It was a joke, but follow me on TikTok, like, and subscribe for this. I don't know. This is what I mean. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't have like the best production. Like I feel like I need more. Uh, I have a podcast. Should put that up called Those Who Wonder. Um, it's on Apple and Spotify. And the first few episodes are less random, but um, there's a design thinking series on there. And then I do a I teach a world studies course. 
that I kind of stopped like three quarters of the way through just because I was like getting crazy busy with grad school. But this is kind of the shift that this is going to be the podcast um, online. So obviously, but <laughs> YouTube as well as the audio. And uh, yeah, I'd love to hear from you. Um, and I will be posting ideally at minimum once a week. Um, so I'm going to start like the next episode we're going to dive into. This was just a sales pitch, everybody. The next episode we're going to dive into application. So empathize and the, really um, homework, if you want to call it that, just something to think about. And that's going to jumpstart our next session, our next class. I don't know. If you were to give yourself a grade, A through F, on how you're doing at life, what grade would you give yourself and why? I feel like there tends to be maybe two approaches. People are either like, oh, no, I'd give myself an F. I'm terrible. And like, I don't know why people do that, but they're like, oh, I'm failing. Ha <laughs> ha. And like laugh. Um, and they're like, no, you're not. Like, you're, what are you, what's going well then? You know, like if you were the person that's like, oh, I'm going to start at the bottom. Like, okay, then move up. What's giving, like, is there anything you're doing well? And then if you're like, no, nah, I'm pretty good, and you give yourself an A, like, oh, yeah, you're good, except, like, but, oh, that's right, I'm, I don't know, could be a better child, <laughs> sibling, husband, whatever. Just give yourself, an, and this is not a, like, test anxiety. It's just, like, give yourself a grade. How are you doing in life? And why? Why would you give yourself that grade? So then we're going to ask ourselves next episode, well, what is your life? We're going to dive into uh, application of empathy. And that's it, y'all. I'm going to log out. Stay breezy. Make wise choices.